Hello, and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music education and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Thursday, February 1st, 2018. This is episode 225, Your Image, The Professional. How important is your image? How important is your image to you? And how important is your image to you when thinking of others? Today's episode easily could have been titled, Your Professional Image. But the reason I decided not to do that today is because I'm going to be doing future episodes where I'm going to discuss your image, but not in relation to the professional end of things. This particular topic came up in a conversation I had with another teacher recently. And she mentioned to me that she was not happy where she's currently working, she's starting to interview in other districts. And in the process of getting these interviews lined up, she was talking to me about her image, more specifically, her appearance. And she was mentioning her hair and some of the adjustments she is thinking about making, not to mention the types of outfits that she's planning on wearing to these interviews. Now, it's interesting to note that this particular teacher, up until this point, never worried about any of these things, to the point that she would show up to interviews, not looking like she rolled out of bed, but I would go more, as she said, with a a business casual type of approach when going to interviews and didn't worry so much about her image. And I said to her, I said, well, why don't you do that? Why are you so concerned with your image now. And she said to me, well, it's because I'm, I'm getting a little older now and I'm worried about how people might perceive me. And it got me thinking about the perception, not so much of future employers, but those she currently knows at her position in the district where she currently works. This is someone who is not rogue. She's not someone who is reckless. She is she's very professional in every way shape and form. Her attire is n- by no means inappropriate. The way that she presents herself 
some people might have an issue with it. And what I mean by that has to do with everything above the neck. It has to do with the type of makeup that she's worn, the different things that she's done with her hairstyles over the years. In this particular situation, she loves changing the color of her hair. And it got me to think, well, what do other people see? What do other people think? The problem that most of us in the world have is that, I guess we can say, unfortunately, our image does matter. In most positions that you're going to accept in the professional world, your image is important because, unfortunately, the people who are going to be interviewing you have specific types of requirements in their minds of how a person should look. And we can have all of the rules, regulations, laws, you name it, about equal opportunity and no discrimination and everything. But the one thing, unfortunately, is just not going to change is a person's mind. And if they have satisfied all of those requirements and it comes down to you and a few other people and your qualifications are very, very similar and they like your personalities, this could be something that they're going to judge. You'll never know because they could obviously get into a lot of trouble if that were to come out. Think for just a moment. Let's leave this particular topic just for a second. Think for a moment if you have ever suffered any type of uh, injury, something which has happened, which has caused you to wear a bandage or wear crutches, or perhaps you got had some type of allergic reaction to something, and just think for a, a, just a moment about people looking at you, staring at you. People who look different have to deal with this all the time. All the time. And judge, judgment is cast. If you're overweight, people are always going to have a judgment in their mind when it comes to that. It is ridiculous. It's not fair. There are so many people who are extremely hard workers and they struggle with their weight and should not be judged for it. But they are. And the there are a lot of people that will will tell you, no, we don't judge people that way. Well, they do. Now, you will meet many people in this world who don't and do not pass any judgment on the person at all. 
But if you see someone who looks different or has done something in such a way that, well, not done something, they appear in such a way that's not quote unquote the norm. People cast judgment. Now think, let's go back to what we are discussing here, which is a person's appearance where they have made the decision themselves to alter their appearance in some way. Could be a tattoo, could be a piercing, it could be makeup, it could be hair color, it could be hair style. There are so many different things you could do to your appearance. And the thing that I I said to this teacher and I would say to everyone is you need to be yourself. You need to be true to yourself. And if someone can't accept you for who you are and what you are going to bring to the table, well, that's their loss. I would like to believe in 2018, we have enough people out there who are hiring, who after they get past their judgments, and when I say judgment, I'm not saying that they're mean in any way. What I'm saying is that people have a perceived idea in their minds of this is what a female should look like. This is what a male should look like. I mean, for crying out loud, we're dealing with a society right now where there are a lot of people that are not okay with people who are trans, transgender, with people who intentionally wear outfits because that's what they feel comfortable in. So when we have people that that are in the hiring process that are going to get past those preconceived ideas, are they going to eventually hire you? I believe that they will. Now, if you turn out to be a full-blown nut and you have issues, and I'm talking about someone who's not fit to be teaching children or not qualified or you're you're just a complete hack at what you do then absolutely you don't deserve it your appearance should have nothing to do with it whatsoever there's no discrimination there's no discrimination against people unqualified there's no discrimination against stupidity there's no discrimination against ignorance but i will share a story with you of something that happened to me and hope hopefully you can take something you can do something with that because I did face discrimination and I and I hope this story will help you to stand strong with your convictions and do what you feel is the right thing to do and not worry about the ideas that others have about your image and your appearance. When I graduated from college, I was, I've said this on a few past podcasts, I was really, really terrible at interviewing. I, I had just, no one explained to me how to interview properly. 
And back in the, those dark ages, there was no internet there to help me. It was in its very early stages, and I couldn't just go online and find out new ways to interview. And the only way to really do it was to attend uh, conferences, and a lot of the conferences didn't really have much to, to offer in this area. And I struggled. I must have gone on at least two dozen interviews over a two-year span, and every single time I was just... I was just having a very, very rough time getting comfortable sitting across because I wanted the uh, the position so badly and I would, was trying to act like I knew more than I knew and I would go off on complete tangents and try to talk my way around questions I didn't know the answer to instead of just shooting straight. Well, I got better at interviewing And ultimately, there were two districts that were very, very interested in me. And in both districts, I wound up making it as into the final round as as a finalist, one of the two finalists in in both of the districts. And the final interview was with the assistant superintendent in each one. And the place where I wound up getting hired, uh, that was a a, a wonderful interview, and I, I... think I've shared that in a past podcast about everything I've learned uh, because that particular one discussed how do children learn and I did a, an episode on that and I learned that from this interview I had where in the place where I was hired but the other place which paid a lot more money and back then we're talking about $12,000 more a year that's a, that was a lot of money. That's a lot of money today, $12,000, let alone back in the dinosaur ages when I could have gotten that additional money. And I was sitting across from this assistant superintendent, and I, it, was, it was a great interview. And we were just about to wrap up, and she said to me, Oh, I, I do have one question before uh, I extend an offer to you. She said, I, I was just wondering, uh, you know, do you, do you still perform? I, I, I saw your resume and I noticed that you, you did some performing. Uh, do you still actively perform? Now, the first thought that went through my mind is, oh, no, they want a teacher who's going to be committed to the district and is not going to be performing all the time. And my quick answer was, well, yeah, yeah, I perform, but... Uh, if uh, I, I will be absolutely certain that it does not conflict in any way with uh, my responsibilities at the district. This is where I want to teach. And that was my immediate answer. Now, going into this interview, the last thing that I had to do was a teaching demonstration. And at this demo, I wound up teaching some a really really tough class these were some of the most difficult most challenging students in the entire school and it went really well and they they were completely uh engrossed in what i was doing and had a lot of fun and I don't know if you, you notice that when people are looking at you kind of differently, look at you kind of weird, 
You can tell. And that didn't happen at any time throughout the lesson. The students were not looking at me in an odd way. They were looking at me because they were really into what was going on. And they were very focused. So that this woman is sitting across from me and she says, well, the reason I, and I asked was because uh, I'm uh, concerned about your appearance. More specifically, uh, I have some concerns about your facial hair. And in my mind, my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe she just said that. For, it had been about three or four years now, I had a goatee. And that was much more of an in thing back then. There's still people who have them today, but back then that was the thing. And I didn't really do it because I wanted to fit in or I wanted to be like others. I just did it because I liked it. I liked how it looked on me. And there were people who said it looked ridiculous. And then there were other people who said that they loved it. Uh, then there were other people who said, you know, it's actually not a bad idea, especially if you teach middle school or high school, it's going to make you look a little bit older. But I just, I liked it. That was my thing. That was the way that I that I looked and I was happy with the way that I looked. Well, lo and behold, she then went on to say, well, you know, the goatee was very, very distracting for our students. And I didn't really say anything at this point. And I, I was saying to myself, what is it that I'm going to say to this woman? Because I'd already figured out uh, what I wanted to say. It was just going to be how I was going to say it. And then she said, and you know, I have to just tell you that uh, I have two sons. They're both around your age. And if either of them came home wearing something like that, I'd tell them to shave it off right away. It's a true story. This was an administrator who actually said this to me. And before I could even say anything, she said, oh, I just want you to know too, uh, you know, we really want you to still work here. But uh, as far as the, the, those comments, uh, I, I, I did already speak to uh, our district attorney. And uh, this is not any type of discrimination. It would just be something that we would want you to do as a contingency for taking the position. Well, I knew that it was a form of discrimination. And I also needed uh, a job. And I had now decided I didn't care if the person was offering me a half million dollars. I was not working here. I didn't want to work into a, in a district that was going to treat people this way. And I just simply and courteously said, uh, thank you so much for uh, this entire process. It's been, uh, I've had a wonderful time. Um, if you're done with what you're saying, uh, I'm done here. And I just picked up my belongings and I walked out. The side note to this, which made me feel wonderful, was uh, later that evening, the principal who had initially interviewed me for the school where I would have been working called me up and he actually apologized to me because he found out that I didn't take the position and he knew 
They didn't tell him, but he knew why. And knew that she was going to say that in the interview. And I so appreciated him letting me know. But it just goes to show how people can judge others and and judge their image. So you can take with it what you want. Uh, I know that the place where I wound up getting hired, they couldn't have cared less. I don't think if I wore orange every day with pink polka dots and dyed my hair blue. I don't actually don't think they would have cared because they knew that I could teach and they knew that I was uh, someone who was going to be great for their district. And I taught there for a very long time. I hope you've learned a lot from today's podcast and uh, I look forward to presenting many more in the future based on things having to do with your image. But in terms of your professional image, just remember, when it comes to school districts, this is not our home. These people are not family. We can become extremely, extremely friendly with people we work with, but you always have to remember this is a profession. This is your job. These are your colleagues and your administrators are your bosses. And we can never, ever lose sight of that. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Check out the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podchaser, and I'll see you soon.